Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome into the Pick'em Pod, brought to you by Mason Brew on the SB Nation Podcast Network. Luke Yardy and Vaughn Lozon here with you. Scotty White with us in spirit as he is still across the pond. Living the damn dream uh, compared to us here in in the states, but uh, we we gotta you know the show goes on here this week. Uh, unfortunately, well, uh, the good news is uh, for me that the show goes on after an abysmal performance a week ago, as I went two and six in week ten and opened the door for Old Vaughn to have a big week and gain three games back on me after I had a massive lead on the field. However. I do have a five-game lead. I sit at 41 and 44 on the year. Vaughn is at 36 and 49. Scotty coming in at three and five last week sits at 32 and 53. Scotty's got a lot of room uh, to make up over the last three weeks here. Uh, but uh, we're you tightened it up, Vaughn, on me, uh, and and you know I can't claim the belt just yet. I need one big week here uh, to solidify things. But a lot of games remaining. Yeah, a lot of games remaining, and. I- I can't believe I pulled off the five and three with my reverse picks from last week. I, uh, that tells you something. I was very happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of tells you that uh, sometimes this stuff is just unpredictable. Scotty, meanwhile, man, he's, uh, what, 20 games below 500. He's uh, hoping to win the lottery 
uh, yeah. at this point. Uh, <laughs> but uh, hopefully he can get it going and uh, hopefully – uh, another two and six week is uh, up for you because I still got some catching up to do, like you said. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Eight games to pick against the spread here in week number 11. All of our lines via DraftKings Sportsbook. And we're going to start the Big Ten here as uh, a big game in the Big Ten West. Illinois looking to uh, pretty much punch their ticket to Indianapolis. Uh, I, I think with a win last week and a win this week, it would have been official. Uh, still need some help to get it done here this week. But the Illini coming off the loss to Michigan State, six and a half point favorites against Purdue at home. Yeah, I think Illinois bounces back and gets the job done this week. Purdue has been a really weird team this year. They Almost had that big win week one against Penn State, but they've had some weird losses thrown in there too, including last week. They lost to Iowa. It was 24-3. to Iowa pulled some uh, some reversey there as well. They actually scored some offensive touchdowns and Purdue's uh, quote-unquote juggernaut offense didn't score uh, hardly anything. And they've also lost, game, uh, lost to Wisconsin, who uh, obviously is uh, without a full-time head coach. Barry squeaked by Maryland earlier this season and uh, also lost to Syracuse uh, earlier this year. So I, I think this is going to be a get-right game for Illinois uh, to bounce back heading into a pivotal game against Michigan. I think they win. They're at home. I think they cover two. So give me Illinois. Yeah, I'm with you there because of what's on the line, right? Is Illinois got a chance to win the Big Ten West here and solidify things and punch their ticket uh, to Indianapolis with a win here and maybe a little help uh, for, for sure to win in two out of the last three. Uh, and, and I just don't think Purdue's playing good football right now. As you mentioned, it lost on the road to Wisconsin in an, an abysmal performance last week against Iowa. And a really good Iowa defense really held that offense in check. Guess what? Illinois has a really, really good defense as well, particularly uh, their ability to play cover one is going to make things really tough on the Boilermakers and Aiden O'Connell here this week. Like you mentioned, it's going to be a bounce back. I think Illinois was, was riding a little too high going into Michigan State. You know, Michigan State had a lot to play for with a lot of emotion coming off the, the loss to Michigan and the suspensions and things like that. I don't think Illinois was as ready as Michigan State to play that game. So I like the Illinois to refocus and bounce back and cover the six and a half under a touchdown at home here this week. As we head to the ACC, speaking of a team uh, that did not have a good week last week, uh, that would be the Clemson Tigers getting blown out by Notre Dame a week ago, but they are a touchdown favorite. Seven points at home to Louisville here this week. Yeah, I'm actually going to go with Louisville to cover the spread of seven points. I think Clemson still pulls it out at the end of the day, but they've been kind of a little wonky. They've got this QB situation going on with DJ Uyunglele and uh, uh, however you pronounce the other freshman's last name, Klubnik or something like that. Uh, they, they've they just been a really weird team this year, man. They're not the Clemson of old where you can kind of rely on them with whether it was back in the day with Watson or Trevor Lawrence. So I, I kind of think this one's going to be a little closer than what Clemson fans hope for, especially coming off a really big loss on the road to Notre Dame. I still think they win this game, but not comfortable – of picking them, especially with that even seven point line. If it were like six and a half or something along those lines, maybe I'd lean towards Clemson, but because it's like a solid touchdown, uh, I'm going to lean with uh, Louisville in this one. 
Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, being a touchdown, uh, that is a, that's a big spread. But also, look at what Louisville's done in their last four games. One on the road at Virginia, convincingly. One at home against Pitt, convincingly. Whooped up on Wake Forest in a game that they caused eight turnovers, convincingly. One against James Madison, who was one of the hottest teams to begin col- this college football season, convincingly. Louisville is playing some really good football right now, and they are absolutely riding high where the opposite, I think, could be said again, uh, about Clemson, right? Uh, they squeaked out the win against Florida State, uh, trailed most of the game against Syracuse before pulling away for a six-point victory, and then they got laughed off the field at in South Bend at Notre Dame a week ago. I think Louisville's playing their best football. I think Clemson's still trying to figure out exactly what they are. That defense is nowhere close to what people thought it were they were going to be here this year. And Louisville, they averaged 423 yards of, of offense, man. They can, they can explode for some points. So I like Louisville to keep it close and cover the seven here this week. As we have number 22, Central Florida, they're on the road to Tulane, the surprise team of college football this year, and uh, Tulane, one-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, you can never really predict who, like, the surprise team in college football is going to be until it it happens. And Tulane is certainly that team this year. They, uh, they've they only lost uh, one game, and it was uh, much earlier in the season. They beat Kansas State at Kansas State earlier this season, beat Houston at Houston, uh, they've had some pretty impressive wins, and I think they're going to keep this going here this week. Uh, one and a half spread uh, against UCF, who is also a pretty formidable opponent. They uh, uh, earlier, uh, what, just a couple weeks ago, knocked off uh, Cincinnati. Then, uh, and, and I'm kind of in a uh, revenge spot here because back a couple weeks ago, uh, the the point spread crossed the bridge on that one, and I had already picked. Cincinnati, you went with UCF. So I'm, I'm just because of this, uh, two, the way Tulane's been playing and because I'm a little bit spiteful at this point, I'm going to take Tulane to win and to cover at home. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I'm going to ride with UCF again. You know, the last time that we had a situation like this, rode with uh, UCF and it worked out for me. And I think it's going to, again, here this week, particularly getting points on the road. I understand Tulane. It's been awesome. 8-1 and one this year, 5-0 and oh in conference play. This is a big game in the conference, uh, in the American, as UCF trails Tulane uh, by a game. And, you know, if Cincinnati won here this week, we'd have three teams at 5-1 and one in, in the conference. And I think UCF really is going to be able to do it. You know, Reese Pumley's having an okay year uh, for UCF, but uh, throwing the football, but the dude can run it too, right? A straight dual threat. He's got 532 yards and seven touchdowns on the ground. And I think Tulane's going to have a big problem with him uh, in in the dual threat sense as uh, UCF on a straight counting stat too, by the way, they average almost 100 yards more a game than Tulane. I think they're going to be able to, to move the football up and down the field, put up some points. You mentioned the win against Cincinnati. Very impressive a couple of weeks ago go uh, for Central Florida. So I think they're going to do it again and go on the road, and I think they're going to win this game outright and uh, cover the one and a half. As we move to the ACC, number 15, North Carolina at Wake Forest, and the Demon Deacons, three and a half point favorites at home. Yeah, this is a weird spread because you look at this one, and with the way that UNC's been playing, uh, especially with uh, Drake Bay at the quarterback yeah. position, you would have expected the Tar Heels to be the favorite. But I'm actually going to pick Wake Forest, uh, believe it or not. They have put up a ton of points at home this season. Even in their one loss at home this year to Clemson, they put up 45 points, put up 37 to Liberty at home, put up 
45 to Army at home, put up 43 to Boston College. So, like, this team at home is a much different team when they hit the road. And I think that UNC is going to be in for uh, quite a bit of a showdown here on Saturday. It's a night game. Uh, like I said, they're, they've got the home field advantage. I do like Wake Forest here uh, to cover the spread, despite what uh, UNC has to play for, because they've only got one loss total this season. They could be a sneaky dark horse CFP pick uh, this late into the year if things keep going right for them. Obviously, it all starts this weekend uh, as they hit the road as underdogs. But uh, when it's all said and done, I do like Wake Forest to win and to cover the three and a half. Yeah, I, man, I really like Wake Forest, particularly at home. Uh, like you said, it's going to be a massive game. However, I think I got to go the other way here with UNC. Now, I understand that the, the Tar Heels defense is pretty friggin' abysmal. Uh, they rank 99th in SP+. However... Wake Forest's defense is not a whole lot better. They rank 83rd on that side of the football. Like you said, Drake May, a legitimate Heisman candidate. This UNC offense can really put up some points. And at the end of the day, I don't know who's going to win this football game. But being on the uh, outside of the key number of three here, I, I think is uh, it, there's a lot of value on the Tar Heel side because of that reason. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to come down to the wire, and I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of stops, particularly in this matchup. So when, in, when when that's the case, go ahead and give me the Tar Heels and that offense to be able to cover the three and a half at home. Four game, or excuse me, on the road. Four games in on our Pick'em podcast. Four to go, and before we do. Pick'em Podcast, thanks to our friends at Manscaped. Fresh ball, fall. Oh, man, the weather is turning. You got to be ready for it and let Manscaped help you out with the Platinum Package 4.0. Everything in the Performance Package plus some shower goodies to elevate the grooming game. And, uh, I mean... So much good stuff here. Uh, that body wash, the ultra premium two-in-one shampoo and conditioner, uh, the ultra premium deodorant, and everything in that performance package is out of this world. The grooming products are second to none, and we're not only going to save you money, we're going to get you free shipping as well. So join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. Head to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. All you have to do is use the promo code MNB20. That's MNB20 at manscaped.com. Back into the Big Ten where the Wisconsin Badgers play some pretty good football here. They're one and a half point favorites as they visit Kinnick and head to Iowa. Wisconsin is such a weird team under <laughs> Jim Leonard. Um, man, it, it's been so hard to evaluate them. They blew out Northwestern on the road to start his interim head coaching job and really a uh, on-the-job interview for Jim Leonard. And then they go to Michigan State, and they lose in overtime, giving up 34 points to an abysmal offense. Then they go back home. They beat Purdue. And then they go back home the week after – or two weeks after that, after their bye week. And uh, hold Maryland to 10 points. It's just, it's all over the place uh, with this Wisconsin team. But uh, I do like where they're at overall. And I trust Wisconsin's offense more than Iowa's offense, even though Iowa uh, had a pretty good showing last week against Purdue. I will take Wisconsin to win and to cover uh, the one and a half point spread. Yeah, I think you got to make a little bit of a manual adjustment on Wisconsin, don't you? Uh, because, you know, all of the numbers are going to tell you that Wisconsin and Iowa are pretty dead even. Uh, pretty much anywhere you, any, anywhere you look, uh, any advanced analytics or anything like that. 
Um, but the thing is that that surgence from Wisconsin is because of Jim Leonard, and that's why I put them a little bit above Iowa here, and I think they can roll into Kinnick uh, with a 3.30 kickoff and, and cover the one-and-a-half-point spread here this week because you mentioned the blowout against Northwestern. Uh, just a couple of bad turnovers, you know, in the Michigan State game ultimately lead to a, to a double overtime loss in that game, but they've really bounced back with an 11-point win against Purdue. Uh, really dominated Maryland a week ago. That was really impressive, man. I, I really thought that Maryland uh, was going to be able to go in and and win that football game with that offense. Just 189 yards of offense last week. 3.3 yards per pass last week. Tolia got held to 10 of 23 for 77 yards, one touchdown and one interception. Are you kidding me? Uh, this Wisconsin team under Jim Leonard, uh, it's got new life. They're playing incredible football right now. They're going to roll into Iowa, and they're going to get a, a win uh, against the Hawkeyes. So give me Wisconsin to cover one and a half here this week. To the SEC, Alabama in an unfamiliar situation with two losses already in the regular season with three weeks left, pretty much out of the college football playoff conversation uh, as it stands right now. But you just never know with a team like the Crimson Tide and how the college football playoff committee uh, thinks about them and a blowout loss here uh, on the road to Ole Miss could raise some eyebrows. They're 11 and a half point favorites, Vaughn. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to go with Ole Miss in in this one. I, I like where the Rebels are at as a team. And again, kind of like what I was saying about North Carolina earlier, perhaps a sneaky dark horse team to potentially get into the CFP if everything keeps going their way. And I kind of like Ole Miss just to, I don't want to say they're going to win, but I think they're going to keep it really close. Uh, I Alabama, it's so interesting. I mean, that loss last week really killed their season effectively. They're not going to go to the college football playoff, you would imagine, uh, unless somehow just everybody loses. But a, a Nick Saban-led team like this has not been in a situation like this before, and they still got like three games left. And typically, this would happen at the very end of the season against Auburn. That's not the case. Uh, they lost a pivotal game uh, at the very beginning of November, and uh, it just hasn't been in a spot like this. So when it comes to that, uh, I kind of expect them to play a little sluggish. And and honestly, it, I'm I'm interested to hear your thoughts, Luke. This is just Vegas aside. Um, wouldn't be shocked to see some Bama players just kind of opt out and sit out the rest of the season and just say, screw this, I'm going to prepare for the NFL because that's kind of what I'm banking on doing after the year anyways, now that we're out of the CFP conversation, might as well just do it now. So uh, with all that said, I like Ole Miss to cover. I don't know if they necessarily win, but I think it'll be pretty close. Uh, I'm going to go the other way on this one. I do like Alabama, and I understand the the sentiments. Are, is this team checked out? I've, I've got a lot of faith in the culture that Nick Saban has built, particularly I think the, the team's going to rally around Bryce Young. The way you beat Alabama uh, that we've seen, right, is pass protection has been really bad for the Crimson Tide here uh, this year. LSU was able to get home quite a bit, force Bryce Young uh, to, to make some throws before he wanted to, disrupt his timing, uh, and that's the way that LSU won that football game. 
last week, right? I don't think Ole Miss has the team uh, to be able to do that, to be quite honest with you. I mean, you see what, what they've done. They rank outside the top 30 in defensive SP+, and, and I don't even know how they're there. I mean, I go back and, and I kind of look at their schedule. They gave up 28 points to Vanderbilt. They gave up 34 to Auburn. They gave up 45 to LSU and 28 to an ab- offensively abysmal Texas A&M team a week ago, and and they won the game. That's that's great, but I don't think Ole Miss has the horses on that side of the football to disrupt what Alabama does, and that's the only way you stay in a game against the Crimson Tide is you, you force some punts and you force some turnovers and you knock Bryce Young off his spots and you disrupt his rhythm and his timing, and I don't think LSU on that side of the football is going to be able to do that. I, I think Alabama bounces back, and I think they win pretty big, and uh, old Nick Saban, he, he's going to go after Lane Kiffin for for sure, you know, uh, it, Nick Saban doesn't lose a whole lot to the guys that coached under him. So, uh, and I know it's been a little more, you know, as of late, Jimbo's beat him, and obviously Kirby last year in the national championship game. For, but for the most part, you don't get this guy uh, if you coached under him. You know, he's still the master. So I like Alabama to cover here this week, uh, the 11 and a half point spread. Uh, massive game in the Big 12, uh, mind you. Number four, TCU, undefeated. Currently sitting in the college football playoff. They're on the road. They are a touchdown underdog, Vaughn, at Texas here this week. Seven points the Longhorns are favored by. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in life, whether they be big, small, or anywhere in between. And when we keep those bottled up, it can start to affect us in a negative way. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched up with a licensed therapist, and if for some reason that therapist isn't working out for you, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get life's challenges off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Block M to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Block M. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, it's a lot of points, man, especially for a team like Texas that's been so up and so down and so up and so down. Uh, but, but there's I think they're starting to get into a groove here. TCU has just been uh, a, a model of consistency. They haven't been winning pretty, and they haven't win, been winning by a lot, but they have at the end of the day, once the 60 minutes are up, they get the dub, and that's quite all that matters. I do think they end up losing this game this weekend, but I think it's going to be by less than seven points. So I will take TCU to cover, but I do expect Texas to pull it out and win. I have no idea how you could conceivably lay seven with Texas here this week, right? Like, what? I, I'm terrified to take TCU, Vaughn, because this makes no damn sense, man. 
Uh, t- <laughs> and I, and I, I get it. I feel the y- same way. You know, because I understand TCU, uh, they've been in some close games against teams they probably shouldn't have been. West Virginia was a 10-point win, 10-point win against Texas Tech a, a week ago. Uh, came back against Oklahoma State, came back against Kansas State. Uh, they've been in some battles, you know what I'm saying? But this is... I mean, this is probably the biggest game TCU has played in in, in a decade, you know, and not necessarily for yeah. Texas. I mean, it's a big opportunity for Texas here uh, to, to really get back on track, move to 5-2 and two, uh, in the conference. You're probably not catching the Horn Frogs here uh, down the stretch, but you're only two games back with three games left. Got a chance uh, maybe to not get jumped, by the way, for, for the Big 12, uh, a trip to the Big 12 championship game. So it's a big game for Texas, but they've got three losses on the air. TCU is in the college football playoff right now if it ended today. Like, that's massive. Max Duggan has been unbelievable here this year for the Horn Frogs, and and I don't know what happens because this line is so damn confusing to me, but I don't see TCU just going into Austin and getting blown out. So I, I, I got to take the points here uh, this week with the Horn Frogs as we finish with Michigan taking on Nebraska. And uh, we knew that, you know, Michigan would probably be favored in this game. This line has moved to Michigan minus 30 and a half here this week, Vaughn. Yeah, and it just moved like right before we started recording. It seems like I looked earlier today. We're recording on a Wednesday, November 9th, and uh, it was at 29 and a half. It's been at 29 and a half like all week. And then I, I always check the point spreads before we record just because I want them to be as accurate as possible. And it jumps to 30 and a half. And I was like, well, that's something. Uh, And with that said, I'm still going to pick Michigan to cover the 30 and a half. You can call me a homer all you want. But I do think Nebraska is kind of in a really bad spot. Now, one thing that Nebraska does have going into this game is that they're really just playing for nothing. I mean, they've got nothing to lose at this point other than Mickey Joseph. He obviously is coaching for his life. Uh, The players want to prove something going to the big house. They're going to want to do that on the national stage. This is probably the last opportunity they have to do that. But at the end of the day, man, the talent discrepancy is just so crazy. The uh, quarterback situation for Nebraska is not good. Casey Thompson's probably not going to play. So they're going to have to go to either their second or their third string reserve quarterback. And then I saw that they had one of their better defensive players, Uh, is suspended for this game because of an alleged DUI situation. So there's just a lot of stuff going on over in Lincoln right now. And I think it's going to affect the way way that they play this week. And Michigan coming off a big win on the road at Rutgers. I think they just keep that momentum going. I think they do end up covering this 30 and a half point spread. I know it's a lot. And if you look at the over under, it's not too far off from the spread. It's like 48 or 48 and a half, something like that. Uh, But I expect... The Wolverines to pull this one off. I will take Michigan to win 48 to 10 as a final score. God, this is so tough, Vaughn. I've been thinking about it pretty much, you know, all day. Well, it was uh, it was a little bit easier earlier, as you mentioned, you know, to, to be able to jump on Michigan. Uh, but 30 and a half here, man. So as I break it down in my head and a little stream of consciousness uh, here for you, uh, you think about it, right? So last week against Rutgers, really – Gave up, what, 10 offensive points uh, last week, uh, given the the block punt for a touchdown. 
Um, you know, and, and Michigan probably got lucky to win that game by 35, a couple, you know, three interceptions in the second half really made that game a, a little bit more lopsided than it probably was. Gave up just uh, one offensive score to Michigan State the week prior to that. Gave up just 10 offensive points to Penn State, uh, who scored 17, but they had a pick six. Gave up 10 to Iowa. Gave up 14 on a garbage time uh, touchdown late to Iowa. I guess without Casey Thompson, I don't see a path for Nebraska to score more than 10 points, and you got to think Michigan's putting up at least they, – they average 42 points a game, and Nebraska's defense allows 441 yards a game, and, and you can just completely score on them. Uh, Purdue put up 43 on this football team. So I guess i got to roll with Michigan. When I do the math in my head and I don't, I don't see a path to Nebraska scoring more than 10 points here this week, and I, and I figure Michigan's going to score about 42. Feels like a 42-10 to 10 final. Michigan covers that with a 32-point spread. So I'm going to roll with the Wolverines minus 30.5, man. So there's my little stream of consciousness here for you. <laughs> I love it, man. I, I mean, I you kind of nailed it. I mean, they gave up a ton of yards, gave up a ton of points. It's just there's there's no way that they keep it close. Uh, I, I fully expect Michigan to cover and uh, uh, just keep rolling, head into uh, Illinois and Ohio State weeks. Well, let's break down Scotty's picks for you as he tries to, to make a run late, sitting at 32-53 and 53 on the season. Uh, he's got Purdue plus 6.5, Clemson minus 7, UCF plus the 1.5, UNC plus 3.5, Wisconsin minus a point and a half, Bama minus 11.5, TCU plus 7, and he's on Nebraska plus 30 and a half. So, uh, yeah, another great week here, Vaughn. Just three weeks left in the regular season, man. It's absolutely crazy that it's coming down the line, but uh, uh, we got a pretty good one coming down the stretch here on the podcast and our standings as well. Yeah, no, we've got a lot go, uh, good stuff going on here, and I'm, I'm excited to uh, try and finish the regular season here uh, on a high note and you know, who knows? Maybe if I do awful this week, maybe I'll bust out the reversal for next week. <laughs> well, Vaughn, where can we find you on social media, man? Yeah, follow me at uh, Vaughn underscore Lozon on Twitter. And, and uh, you know, I uh, I will not be attending the game this week, so I'll be tweeting all my uh, thoughts and opinions about all of it. And I, I expect all of those things to be good. Uh, considering the opponents. So follow me at Vaughn underscore Lozon. You can find me on Twitter at Luke Giardi, L-U-K-E-G-H-I-A-R-D-I. Of course, follow the Maze and Brew Twitter page as well at Maze and Brew. And if you subscribe, rate, and leave a review, we do really appreciate it for all of our shows here on the uh, Maze and Brew Podcast Network. It's been a fun one here this week. Hope you can cash some tickets. For my partner, Vaughn Lozon, I'm Luke Giardi, and we'll see you next week on the Pick'em Pod.